This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hello and welcome to that Peter Crouch podcast with me, Peter Crouch. We've got uh, Chris Stark and uh, Stephen Sidwell, I'm going to call you today. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, the Lotorious. Uh, we're joined today by uh, Mark, Mark White from Dorking Wanderers, right? So what would I call you? Manager, chairman, founder? Yeah. That's it, mate. Yeah, owner. Yeah. 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 You've been doing this a long time. Like, obviously... You know, we know the story and, yeah. uh, you know, we've seen a few of clips on YouTube as well that have, you know, gone pretty, pretty big. But it's an incredible story what you've achieved down there. Yeah, it's, it's nice to get so much support because I think it's like the working, the working man sort of story, you know. It's mm. like uh, the Sunday side that done well and um, keeping it real as well, keeping it real because all the stuff we do and the, 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 the things the club's been brought up on are just what's going on in a lot of, Park side and mm. Sunday football side, all the challenges and that. So I think that's the refreshing part that people still get to see that, even though we've progressed a bit. Mm. So people that don't know, you supported Wimbledon. You used to go and watch Wimbledon play. Was that right with your mates? Yeah. And then obviously that transition with them yeah. and the the MK Don situation. Yeah. So you just then just started up talking yeah. as, as in a team to play. You yeah, playing? We just said, look, we're going to sack off this traveling around the country bit. And um, we're just going to start a side and, and literally the uh, paid a fiver each, rented a pitch for 50 quid, uh, stuck the nets up. I mean, my mate was doing the application for me. He said, I found a league for us to go in, crawling in district league, right? <laughs> it's like a tent fighting league, right? It's like, <laughs> it was rough. Division five, the lowest level possible in football you can start. And uh, and then he shouted up the stairs, like at the end, he goes, what are we going to call it? I said, we'll call it Dawkins. It's got to be Dawkins, something. And, then I, and, and, he, and he goes, well, Talking about Wanderers and went, yeah, that'd do. And he, and he, <laughs> so there wasn't a big debate about this. No, this was just no. Uh, no. No, we was just off down the pub genuinely. And he was just filling this form because he was finishing work on his computer. So yeah, that's how it started. Just a bunch of mates, and it was like that for quite a while. Is really. that how all big teams have started at some point? Is this like the seed of every football club? Yeah, it's in 1897, there's a group of lads who've gone fucking deal. <laughs> Stick Man United down. <laughs> what should we call it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah. isn't that amazing to be at the kind of birth of, be there at that moment where it started? And mm. did you expect for it to to go the way it's gone? And and where was it you really noticed things changing for you? To be honest, like I mean, so I know it sounds silly, but only really last year. Like we're, we're so fast moving and trying to win all the time that um, we never at any point had a plan. Mm. Like not at any point. Still don't now. Really, we're always chasing our tail. You know, for those that don't know, like every time you get a promotion or something, you've got to develop your ground. We've, we didn't have a ground. We had to build yeah. it from scratch. We spent a whole summer once digging trenches for water pipes and developing a field in the middle of nowhere just to carry on. Um, we had to pay off a bloke once to give us a floodlight. Give us a floodlight. <laughs> give us the certificate for the floodlights. We, did, we didn't have the right one. We had to pay him off. He's, he's dead now, so I don't mind telling you. Um, yeah. So... We've, you name it, we, we've mm. had to do it. We've had to beg, borrow, steal, and uh, and we've never mm. really... Last year, there was a few times I thought, shit, man, but we was away on the telly a few times. I remember walking out of Oldham, Athletic yeah. was the one, because we was on the TV there, and then 
obviously that was the next Premier League team. And I was thinking, fucking hell, this is this is taking off, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. it's a few times like that, but. Yeah. Um, we now nah, we're, we're we're always chasing our tail. We're more focused on what's next, and yeah. don't really settle settle down enough to realise what's going on. I think that's why we're so unprofessional, really, as well. If I'm honest with you, do you know what I mean? Because we just we just don't, we carry on being the way we've been. We don't really resonate with where we are. Maybe mm. yeah, it feels like if our podcast was a football club. That's what I was going to say. It could yeah. be a shout, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it feels like you know we we've, we've we've always been. You know, I never thought anyone would listen to this, and then obviously the more people, people listeners we get, we still haven't really upgraded our <laughs> our setup. <laughs> no, because uh, yeah. we enjoy doing it in the pub and we enjoy you know doing it the way we do yeah. it. And I'm sure that's the same for you, is it? You, yeah, it really is. Yeah. That, that, that's almost the beauty of it. Mm. And I bet if someone stuck in a like you know top of the range studio, mm. you probably think. Yeah, we'd be right. I don't even get the same, yeah. the same podcast. Well, we wouldn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Is, is that the same with you then, Mark? Is it, is it increasingly hard as Dorking become more and more successful? Is it increasingly harder to keep hold of that thing that made it special when you started? Yeah, well, yes and no, really. I mean, every now and then I get people like sort of say, oh, Mark, you know, don't forget you're there now, you're there now. And mm. I just think I'd rather fucking, I'd rather go back to the bottom again and change how we are. That's mm. just, that's the story. That is how it is. It's that kind of like rags to not riches story. It's mm. just the, you know what I mean? So um, we're kind of finding our own space. That's what we're comfortable with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, can you explain the level that Dorkin are at at the moment? Ooh. Where you're playing, who you're against, how you're faring? Yeah, well, no, we're, we're doing all right. We've mm. we've had one promotion every two years, right? So that's incredible. And COVID fucked that. It's annoyed me that because mm. we, we were winning the league in COVID and it got called off. We mm. we were clear. Yeah, twelve promotions mm. in twenty four years. Yeah, right? yeah, that yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. So we, pre- we we know what we're doing. You know, we know what we're doing. We ain't silly. You know the score. Yeah. For, it doesn't matter how much money you got or whatever. So win ain't easy. And um, so we only look to consolidate for a couple of years and then we look to kick on a bit. And now we're one division below the EFL League Two. And um, and it's just, what makes me laugh is the same old story. When, when we go into these new leagues, yeah, and then the first year, we, we, we on purpose, we pissed around our territory. I'll take an early red card, first couple of games. I'll upset a few managers. I, we upset a few referees. We all do the same thing. Piss around our territory. Take it seriously. Don't fuck us about. And then all the other clubs start going, oh, Dorgan, they're doing all right. You know, oh, you know, hope they stay up. Same old same. We've been two years. We're fucking looking down at them. We do it, <laughs> we do it so all good. the time, right? And listen, don't get me wrong, right? Someone might play this back in a few years. They're fucked. They're in administration now, but but what I'd say is like that. We um, yeah, we we look to consolidate. Then we look to try and find. We just look to find any way to continue. Yeah. And obviously, the higher you go, naturally, the harder it gets. Yeah. Bottom line, money wise. I was gonna say, there's. Um, I read that when the away fans come and if they sell out. You, you put some money behind yeah. like, a few pubs right, just to sort of say yeah. thank you, really, to, yeah. you know, to keep it real. And like, that's, that's where you guys have come from. Sid's mate, honestly, that, so like, I take that myself sometimes. I just run it up there, like on the way to work sort of thing, drop it in the pub. But yeah, we, um, we had no fans. Yeah. We had no fans. I remember the first bloke yeah. that used to walk his dog on this council playing field and, and used to stop and go, oh, I quite like you, like, you played good football. I, I remember I, we had even... 12 years ago, 10 years ago, we had 20 attendances, 20. And now we sell out and we yeah. get all sorts of following. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, so when the away fans come down, I'm like, bloody, they sold a, played all the shots, they sold a thousand tickets. I'm like, fuck, I've got to do something. I'm like, fucking, I'll send them a fucking, 
I'll WhatsApp them or something. I don't know. What do I do? <laughs> Appreciate this. You've yeah. made it, you've made it a so good, good away day for fans as well. I think people are seeing a lot of the stuff online as well. You've made it an exciting fixture in the, mm, in the calendar. Mm. Is that a real purposeful thing that you you are setting out to do? Yeah, I just think I'm a, I'm a football lover. So I'm the, like you boys probably, I was kicking the ball against the couch nonstop mm. as a kid. All my birthday cars said, he's football fucking mad. You know what I mean? And so I get, and I, and I really got a lot of time for the football supporters because obviously... And that's why I'm a big crit- critic of like official, match official, the FA. I'm not a fan of them because like the game belongs to the fans, doesn't it? The, 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 the football yeah. spectators. And I look at them all in the crowd, walk past, and there's so many single blokes on their own and they go there to see other blokes that they meet at the football and yeah, all of that. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's my sort of thing, really. I, I, I really love that side of things. Isn't that where the game is naturally veered towards in some ways punishing fans? I don't know if you've ever thought of it like this, but... If you come in early and you're that guy who was walking the dog and you're the first person, right? Your first Ooh. fan. And you can afford to go see the team and it's easy to get a ticket. That's great in that moment. But you wish your team to do better and better. And as your team goes up through the leagues and you get 12 promotions in 24 years, the ticket price goes up. The It's harder to get tickets. You do a big FA Cup match and it's, it's extremely hard to get those tickets. And then let's say they do get into League Two and above and suddenly the ground, you know, can't have the amount of fans... Don't you ever think that it's a shame that whatever level you come in as a fan, you can't be just protecting your season, yeah. level. Your season yeah. ticket costs mm. that for life. Your um, you well, can always get that. I ticket. think if there's one club that's going to do it. This could it could be this could be the one. We do our best, honestly. Like we we look try to look after our people. Like we got beat at Gate, we got fucking stuffed <laughs> at Gateshead, right? The other week. So like I just bought Gateshead away. Oh mate, yeah. Of course. That's, that's a long way to go. That's a long trip. You know, mate, honestly, it'd be like quicker to get to fucking Uruguay. Um, and so we uh, we got we got stuffed, and I bought uh, our supporters coats. I bought. Uh, I just give. Well, I knew one of the fans. I said, "Look, here's three hundred quid. I'll get a Burger King on the way back." <laughs> I, felt, I felt so bad. Yeah. But but that's football's all about supporters. It ain't got nothing, obviously, yeah. without the. The fans and that, do you know what I mean? Mm. So we're bit, uh, so yeah, we look after the away fans when they come down, and that's, that's nice. Mm. Yeah, I have to touch on obviously the, the honesty in some of the uh, some of the interviews and things. Yeah. You know, we we we're I suppose you know we've been players ourselves, and you've come out and obviously give the players a bit of grief. But is that do you think that's down to you because you're the owner, the manager, and you've put your life's kind of work into it, your heart and soul into it, and sometimes if you don't get that kind of back from the players you're entitled to 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 give your opinion yeah I think that's a perfect word like there's an entitlement in there because sometimes I have a flashback in the dugout of like literally digging a trench and like my hands having blisters genuinely like in order for us to get a grade in to play in the league the next year so if I've got like a wing back that's, I've told him to sting the ball in the box early and not take this certain player on and he don't get it right I'm going to let him know but what I'll also do I'll be the first person to say I've just bought 150 bottles of champagne and we're going to that bar tonight or that club, yeah. we're going to go and celebrate. So it's like mm. that just real sort of like, and they don't complain, they know it's always fair. You seem like the character that doesn't really probably delegate jobs. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I want to, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people involved, but I want to oversee it. Or yeah. I think that's spot on. Control freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. every every right to us. But well. I suppose it's your yeah, baby, yeah, right? Yeah, you've yeah. started. You've started from like we'd love to start a, a team, mm. right? Like I can only imagine we get to national league status, you know, maybe consolidate for a year and then push on into the league. Like, how excited would we be? You know, we got a podcast team yeah. managed to do that. So you've you've achieved kind of like every fan's dream. It's like you're playing championship manager. 
yeah. you know, but you've you've achieved it. So I mean, I mean, there must be lots of fans and people out there that kind of look at your story and go, that it can be done. Yeah, I hope so. Mm. I really hope so because like the reward of doing what we've done is incredible. You know, it's incredible, and uh, we we get. I mean, such a, obviously so many people supported the club on its way across the years and me, people that are no longer here, whether they stepped away and stepped in or passed, whatever. So it's, it's been a big production, if you like, mm. behind the scenes. So there's a lot of people should take credit for that beyond me as well. Mm. There's All something special about it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there is. You know, I was, I was involved in, with Dulwich a bit, trying to help them out and stuff. And I actually came to the game. I got yeah, you on 4-3. Yeah. And um, I, standing there as an away fan for me... You know, I haven't I haven't done that much, and it's like it was it was really special, and like the fact that you know I wasn't wasn't too bothered. It was like people just football people just watching football, and it felt kind of special. But that whole stadium and the infrastructure that you've managed to achieve there is something like it's something that kind of Dulwich wanted to achieve as well. It's like you look at it, and you've got the kind of the FA, the Surrey yeah. FA next to you there. You know, I I actually go to the I take my kids to the uh, indoor play on, yeah, on the yeah, corner there. Playing, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because I don't it's live too far. Very good yeah. indoor play and the outdoor <laughs> yeah. play outside. Sometimes I forget there's a game on. There's loads of football fans, and I've got my little kid going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great, it's a fantastic setup. I want to go back onto the refs. Mm. So. Like I wasn't a massive lover of referees and playing, um, but you obviously getting a bit of bit of stick, didn't you? With obviously the fourth official and the refs, what? Why is it? What? What is it about them that's kind of great to you? And no, it's just because it sounds old fashioned, but I come from a level of football and era where they were better eight leagues below than they are now. Because the eight leagues below, it's it, he's had a beer the night before. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, I remember one of my players once said to a ref. Said to him, he called him out, he said, oh, get here. He said, fucking get here. And he goes, right, he goes, yeah, boss, you had a card, right? And my player said, you've been fucking drinking, ref. <laughs> and he went, so what of a fucking F? <laughs> you know, so we we come from a thing where referees would have a conversation. They'd say, yeah, 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 I might have got it wrong. Let's fucking get on with it. Yeah. But there is a massive detachment now. Right? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm well-versed to talk about it. I've seen it all. My big thing with it is it's just like... They don't own the game and they think yeah. they do. That's the bottom line. I've been there, I won't name names, with the top of the PGMOL and they talk like they own the game. It ain't their game. Yeah. They change the law every year. I think there's been three different handball laws in about six years. Mm. Offside rule changes week in, week out. And what they and, and I'm passionate because all the old officials are like, they wouldn't go near the game now. It's, like, it's hard work. They've got all these laws they're bringing in at the top that they can't even work out when they watch it back. Yeah. But they've got a bloke in Division 8 at the Park League and, mm. and they've got some Sunday League player going, no, 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 the new law's that. And he's like, fucking is it? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not as good as him, <laughs> you know. So they've got these non-transferable laws that mm. change all the time. They won't leave the game alone and I find it frustrating yeah. and I've been at the arse end of it. I've had players sent off where the ref goes, oh shit, yeah, I thought that was last year's law. I, I forgot it's changed oh, now. Yeah, so you can no, see. Really. I've, oh, I've seen it all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, you, you feel like, obviously, it's, it's, it's difficult to filter down. I suppose at the Premier League level where, you know, lots of people watch, you know, with, with VAR and, you know, the amount of people that are working on one particular game, you obviously can't get that lower down. So how does how do you how do you filter these rules down? Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, this is it. So they, they're not transferable. That's mm. the issue. And even the ones they bring out for the Prem, they have enough trouble implementing them and yeah. they've got all sorts of issues. So, but the thing is, what I know for sure is that obviously the PGMOL work very much independently of the FA and, and, but they need to understand they don't own the game. The game is, mm. is our game, is everybody's game, not the FA's, it's nobody else's. And yeah, so my thing is just them trying to simplify the game, make it a bit easier. 
because, mm. you know, they've got a massive ref shortage. Like, I can't get referees for love and the money. Mm. And I at the meeting, I said, listen, like, you, you talked about the respect campaign, but... Like, if you're making the game harder to referee for the officials, then the respect's going to be harder for them to get. And mm. I just talked about until you acknowledge the issues, um, you know, you're going to struggle. So my thing is I I operate an advisory service to referees, yeah, um, every single game. Yeah, I have a... a <laughs> How much do they listen to that? <laughs> well, they have to fucking listen. <laughs> yeah. So how does that work? So the advisory panel, how does that work? No, no, before the game, I just have a chat with them and let them yeah. know what I'm looking for. And um, and then at the end of the game, I do the, the I do the reporting, the marks on them, and I just do it all fairly. And um, that's that's all I can offer. Yeah, I mean you're you're at the forefront of this kind of keeping hold of the game and as you say, like maybe flagging or advising as you put it to referees. <laughs> yeah. Are you worried? that as you go up through the leagues, this is all going to come to a bit of a head because you can advise referees in the way you do at the moment. But what happens when you're Premier League manager? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? I mean, it's, it, you, you, you are pushing water uphill against officials. That's I've had fucking more bans than fucking anybody, right? You had an eight-game stadium ban last year. You'd get less for fucking manslaughter, right? Um, so there is an element of, you know, they mark your card, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But... Um, what did, you, what did you get the van for? What was the eight-game van oh, for? Do you know what? Right, I got sent off at York City. And uh, to be honest, I've been out the night before. I fucking had a hangover. Right, <laughs> I, was, I was in a bad mood, I could tell. You know what I mean? I thought this... Right, you know, you get up there the night before. That's, you know, that's how, you know. So I went out, had a few. Anyway, but no, he'd, he'd upset me this lines, but then mm. I got, got sent off. And it was all all right. And then... And I was trying to calm down and all that. And I went to the motor and I was getting in the taxi. And I'll see him. I'll see him coming back out. The, the, the four officials leaving the ground. So I thought, fucking greyhound like that. Oh. So, yeah. So that was my advisory service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you give it to his advisory service yeah, mate. on the way out. Eight games later. Right. To be fair, mate, that was my fault, that one. But but a lot of the... Um, what I say to the um, these people is... because. I do it almost, I wouldn't say on purpose, but I do like to highlight it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because someone has to. I mean, I see Arteta obviously the other week said, look, this is what I think, mm. blah, blah, blah. But what they love doing, they fucking, so I swear a lot, Pete. Sorry, That's right, mate. Swear what they me. love doing is like, you know, can we stop people talking? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I see a great clip of Durkin. Remember Paul Durkin? Paul Durkin, yeah. Rep, yeah. yeah. I see a great clip of him the other day. After a game, saying he was gutted, he got a decision wrong. And I thought, fucking hell, the yeah. one clip, and I thought, how refreshing is that? In the National League, is it the same as in the Football League where the referee calls the owner and the uh, the manager and the captain yeah. before the game? Yeah. Does, does, that, does that happen in the, in yeah. the National League? Yeah, yeah that's so you it, can, So obviously you'll still be doing that then. So in the, as you go through the leagues, because yeah. you do you know about this, Stark? No, I didn't know about this. Right. So before every game, I don't know what time it is. Two o'clock, hour before. Two yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Team sheets go team in. Team sheets and stuff. So yeah. someone from the staff and the captain from each team go to the referee's office or referee's room. You go in there, you're all in there. You hand over the team sheet to one to the, to the officials, one to the, obviously the swap side to the um, of staff. And then the referee will say, right, lads, this is what, you know, this, it's like a boxing yeah. thing. You know, yeah. I want a clean fight. I want to, yeah. this is what I'm looking for. Any back chat. Tell your players, you know, I'm not going to tolerate none. Yeah. And I can imagine you just go on a tirade from there. Yeah. That is basically when I start my service <laughs> at that point. 
I, I, I treat that as an opportunity to do a briefing. Yeah. The, but that's, that's the thing, because what they tend to do is go, right, listen, don't forget, this year it's one standing, not two. You're like, fuck me, one now. Mm. What's wrong with two? No idea why it's one. I always have to change something every year. That's what I have to do. Mm. And, um, yeah, so... One standing is in one can only stand in the technical yeah. area. Yeah, that's well, the rest. Yeah, got so to sit one down. stand, the rest got to sit down. Yeah, but it, wow. it was two. It's like, well, yeah. it was all right for fucking fifty years. Yeah. Why one now? Who gets a fuck? You know. So like, but that's what I do with everything. Everything's yeah. like, you know, one year you could stand it. Like, I remember back then, going through the back in the day, like if you shoulder bars with a foul, right? We all knew it. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You go fucking bosh, get on the weight. Said one thing. Even your own manager would go, get the fuck, get up, he's done you, right? <laughs> now you know. Now, then, then they changed that. You should be like, standing in front of a free kit. You get a straight yellow. So your own manager would say, get out of the way, you're going to get a yellow. Now, no, no, we'll give you two or three warnings. Then eh, they won't leave it alone. Mm. No one knows where they're coming or going with it. Mm. So, yeah, so I'm just an advocate for them simplifying it. Mm. And uh, and all they want to do is keep fining. That's their, their way around it is a bit like more yellow cards, more reason for yellow cards. Yeah. Um, that's all they keep talking about. And I keep saying, you're going in the wrong direction. Like punishing people. Mm. This next part of the podcast is sponsored by BrewDog. So boys, I've been thinking, one of the unique things about December is the amount of different drinks that you get to try. True that, right? Mm. You know, you turn up at a party or someone's house and you don't know what you might get handed. All the rules kind of go out the window. Yeah, I think you just got to embrace it, uh, just like what we're all about, really. Uh, bartender Ryan has orders us around from the comfort of his own home. Uh, and he's about to tell us what it's about, right? Yeah. Go for it, Chris. Crouchy, Chris, Sids, it's your virtual bartender, Ryan, here again. And I'm not even sure that I need to introduce you to this next beer. I'm pretty sure that you can see sitting in front of you, there's a round of black hearts. Now, I know that you guys all really enjoyed this beer when I introduced you to it a few months back, especially Wayne Bridge, who was absolutely coated in it by the end of the session. Now, the nights are starting to draw in, and for many people, there's nothing better than hunkering down in the pub at this time of year with a stout. Blackheart is proof that you don't need to go to Dublin to get a great pint of stout. But let's not get into talking about the beer that shall not be named right now. Blackheart is a classic stout brewed in a modern way. And it turns out, there is a better way. Talking of which, I've got another suggestion for your end of year awards. Inspired by Blackheart, proving that there is a better way. So who would you guys give the award for, there is a better way? That's maybe someone who's gone against the conventional thinking, broken the mould proven that there's just a better alternative to something that we've always accepted. Hope you guys enjoy the beer once again. And since, just in case you were wondering, I do have an incredible recipe for an Irish stout pudding. Hit me up for the details. Cheers, guys. <laughs> he sounded nervous in that, didn't you think? I think he was. Yeah, because I think the whole problem with this There Is A Better Way mm. is you can almost hear him going, am I just talking myself out of a job? Do you know what I mean? Mm. There'll be another bartender that comes in here and serves us the drink. See, my first thought was with there is a better way, um, it's not necessarily in your interest for there to be a better way. See Arteta or Arsenal. Sometimes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes there's not. Changes can happen. Yes. Um, but I think in, in the case of Black Heart, we've all fallen in love with this drink, mm. haven't we? Yeah, I'll be honest, it's a grower. Um, it was up against the big G. Uh, but the more you, ha- you have it, the more it's especially the, this kind of, the, the, the more you have it the more and especially in this kind of weather it's definitely a nice winter drink um smooth i like it yeah all right well he, he said that is there a better way um i got one for you harry kane like could yeah. have easily just settled in the premier league gone out of his comfort zone 
Mm. And on fire, absolute fire. Yeah, and I agree. That seems to be working really well. He's gone for it. What about Big Ange turning Spurs into from the most, I suppose, boring team that Spurs fans were not not going to watch their own team to now one of the most exciting teams in the country, mm. playing the high line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. like <laughs> you know when you go down to to nine men, you know, still defending near the halfway line. It's a new way. Yeah, it's true. And Big Ange, well, people love Big Ange, don't yeah. they? I mean, a lot of Arsenal fans don't. Um, but but mm. by and large, I would say most people sort of like Big Ange. I could have a beer with Big Ange. Yeah. We are giving out a lot of awards on this podcast, I've noticed. Yeah. So this is the There Is A Better Way Award. I think of a good few nominations there. Do you want to settle on, do you want to settle on one of them? All right, should we go with VAR then? great okay good well that's that's settled then so look we're enjoying handing out these end of year awards we've had some great suggestions from ryan so far so thanks to ryan for that but also there's some amazing shouts coming in from listeners so we want you to keep doing this we love that you guys get involved in this podcast keep suggesting yours on social and we're going to send video messages to some of our favorites as a thank you that's right starkey we've already had some uh, nominations come through uh, via Instagram. Lawrence nominates his mate Rick for being Chancellor of the Year. Chancellor uh, or Chanter? Chanter. Chanter. Yeah. Every other week down at the Brighton, he's lead up the chance. He even writes his own and drops them in our supporters WhatsApp group. If someone listening to this has genuinely managed to start a chant, I don't mean chanting someone else's chant yeah. and, and the crowd joins in. That's an amazing feeling. Like mm. It's wicked if you stand up and do that. But what I'm talking about is you've written a chant, right, and, and it's now been properly taken on i want to know how you do it like yeah. are you are you grouping in a group of people early doors you have to huh? and going got i've made to. the song yeah, let's practice to. it now then do it with confidence or are you publishing it on a forum or something like mm. how how do you how do you get a new chant the forums yeah, are the ones yeah. you get a you get a load of traction behind it go this is amazing let's do this tomorrow yeah and you get a bit of traction go where are you sit in you, you got to talk about it on the forums i think you don't just stand up and if i start yeah. i've made up my own song no no one likes a new song anyway, even mm. if Madonna's doing it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, play, just play vocal, yeah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a hell of a chant, Vogue, wouldn't it? <laughs> no. I don't know why I would. No, it could that? be for Vokes, maybe. <laughs> Vokes, yeah. Come on, Vokes. Get your body moving to the music. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, Vokes. <laughs> How's that not been done? <laughs> wow. Damn, folks. Well, Rick, you're Chanter of the Year, so we'll leave that one with you and <laughs> perhaps you can just get that worked up and send it in to us because uh, yeah. we'd, we'd love to hear that. Awesome. Right, one week to go on this, so uh, keep the nominations coming in on social. And while you're at it, if you want to enjoy a sip of Blackheart, we're doing it right now, uh, head over to brewdog.com where new customers can get 15% using the code CROUCH15 at checkout. Enjoy it. we did a call to arms about getting subscribers up and you uh, fulfilled that wish uh, John Nellis big shout out to you got us over to 100,000 subscribers on YouTube but you I'm talking to you are you a Carl? have you not hit subscribe yet? don't be a Carl push the button where do you stand on the, on like the, the pyramid the football pyramid moment? people I, I hear all the time like oh the pyramid's broken this and that and obviously when I was at Dulwich you know there was a few issues like you know if they go up a league you know you, you then can't serve alcohol and that's obviously a huge 
a huge uh, source of income for a club mm. like that. So if they do go up, you know, and then also you lose the experience, you know, of, of, of people like non-league because they like going there and having a beer and watching a game of football. Yeah. Um, you end up know, with periscopes in the corner. Periscopes, like, exactly. Like me yeah. at Maidenhead. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 his idea of getting around this is we build a periscope over the over the thing. You can sit there and have a beer and just watch the game still. <laughs> fences around the bar, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But only yeah. temporary ones. So yeah. we tried sort of drilling through but we couldn't get away with it sort of chipped away you know like the great escape yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And just, <laughs> I think it's the great escape don't end up in the ice street yeah. fucking hell yeah. what the fucking hell Ray Smiths but then we thought yeah. we thought Periscope so we Periscope still we promised ourselves good. we're going to go to a Maidenhead game aren't yeah. we and test this out yeah. Yeah. see what they say yeah, but not, obviously not just beers but like you know, even the improvements of the ground, you know, if you go up a league, it feels like it's harder and you've got to spend There's more. New rules. You'd have to, you, if you yeah. go up, you'd have to take your pitch up, wouldn't you? Yeah, pitch has to go up. You have to add in things like Sutton all done. the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, what, so what, rather than get rewarded, is what I'm saying is, for getting promoted, it's like you get punished almost. Yeah, it? it's a lot of work involved, yeah. a lot of work, constantly having to improve things all the time. The drinking-wise, some weird effort. There yeah. are some really weird old school things you think, I wonder why that's there. Like, you know, mm. you're not allowed to drink in sight of the pitch so yeah. drinking around a pitch like rugby is one thing like, you've got this argument about the football fan is different to a rugby fan right? yeah. I understand that to a degree right even though it can be controlled but but they're not allowed to drink in sight of the pitch so they go anywhere didn't they Spurs yeah. wherever and, and they're like oh shut us come now fucking yeah. bang shut us yeah. down. Well, well that's it and that's, that's, that's saved a lot of crowd trouble today <laughs> like we, yeah, we have to do it so it means you've got a strict yeah. 15 minutes at half time rather yeah. than potentially it's spilling over five minutes before a couple of minutes under because yeah. you can still see the pitch. I think it forces people to drink in a very weird way and you're only protecting two 45-minute bits. So mm. I don't understand how much you can drink in that time mm. because if you didn't have those... If you weren't told to stop, maybe you wouldn't drink... It's so like yeah. you're pint in 15 minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or less by the time you get so. I remember speaking to Ben at Dulwich and, and he was like, you know, like if we got promoted, you know, we'd lose half our revenue. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what That's I mean? the problem. Yeah, yeah, that really was, a, it was a genuine yeah. issue that was. Like, yeah. like people wouldn't come because yeah. they enjoy the experience of So does that, is that still a stress that exists for you, the idea of getting promoted? Well, no, that's now, where we are now, we can't drink pitch side. Yeah. But, but we're now in a position where any bars that overlook the pitch have to have the Shut us yeah. down. Yeah. Which I just find a weird. Like that's weird. I can that's understand around the pitch and having got kids and families and whatnot. Yeah. It's a great bar as well, Dawkins. Upstairs, yeah. over the, yeah. because the windows head over at the pitch. It's, it's nice there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a nice right, little spot. Mate, yeah. So, so when the game kicks off, then ones after the screens have to come down straight down, yeah. straight away. Take your fingers mm -hmm. off, Bosch. <laughs> down. Well, obviously, you've got like with, with regards. If you go up again, how much planning goes into that? Are you are you thinking ahead now? Like if you do go up, you know, whenever it happens, you got to rip your pitch up and and, and relay it. But that must be a, another source of income for you. Well, the yeah, fact that you have got that pitch. Well, yeah, we're committed to community football on there through yeah. the Savia fan that, but. Fortunately, you can do the hybrid pitches now. The, yeah. the borderline can have pretty much as much use as the one gets anyway. But it's mm. still eight, nine hundred grand later, like Sutton United and Harrogate. There's all the teams that have gone up without yeah. to do the same thing, which is a bit strange. Because if we come back down again, <laughs> yeah, you, you, do you know what I mean? But mm. um, there's a lot of work. Is I mean, to, in particular, that jump between National League to the EFL. Yeah, the amount of work you need to do, bigger change of rooms, everything's different. Mm. But there's a lot of clubs in the National League that are set up for that. Like so Chesterfield, there's some big animals in there, Oldham Athletic, that got new owners and that, and they're ready. Do you know what I mean? They're ready to go. What about um, players and, and playing staff? Have you found that because of who you are and and the profile of yourself now? Is it? Are you finding it easier to get hold of players or players contacting you because they like your philosophy? 
Or is it yeah. still as challenging as no, ever? I think or? so. A lot, of, a lot of lads say, I'll oh, fucking, I'd love to play for a club that call it as it is and, and got that winning mentality mm. and stuff like that. You know, we got, it's weird. We've got boys that have been there five, six, seven, eight years, right? Come through promotion. And we've got other lads like, you know, Barry Fuller and Tony Cray gets Millwall captain yeah, that come yeah. down there. Mm. And everyone's treated the same. And that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think it does help recruitment that it's run in the right mm. way. Yeah. Definitely. So you said you said that you, obviously it's a group of mates who set it all up, right? Yeah, it's the same lads still involved now. And are you having as good a time now as when you first started? Yeah, we, we are, you know. We yeah. are having as good a time, yeah. And all the boys that were there, for, they're all up in the bar now. We mm. started with 11 lads, right? Um, yeah, like I said, just, you know, just mm. on the piss, basically. Mm. Friday and Saturday nights, we, we'd be... I was just thinking on the way here, actually, about... Um, I remember, like, one of our players about to pick him up from the police station in Crawley once, because he'd been out on Friday night. We all went out on Friday night, and he's playing Harvard. Remember Harvard, the old darts game? <laughs> it was a fucking pub. <laughs> And he got torn to some bird and he, he fucking, he just randomly put his darts in his pocket, right, yeah? We was going to get in that club in Crawley back in the day, fucking JJ Whispers yeah. back in Crawley. <laughs> and the door staff called the old Bill because he had a set of darts on him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking on my way here. James Duff, his name was. Better pick him up from fucking Harvester outside our police station. Anyway, <laughs> Salford's. Anyway, but yeah, um, sorry. What was I saying? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I was thinking away about that. What was you saying to me? Can't uh, remember now. Oh. Um, these roles you've all got um, is incredible. So I'm just looking ahead, right? So let's say Dawkins continue on the up. Are you going to stay manager, or is it even possible for you to let that go? Yeah. The, well, that is honestly got to be based on my success. Like that's the way I see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Could I? Could well, nothing's bigger than the club. Well, you deserve to, to be manager at the moment because, as you say, twelve yeah. promotions in twenty four years is is yeah. very very good. Ooh. But yeah. If it starts to turn, are you yeah. are you going to be the one that will go? I'm going to step aside. I'd have or to be, yeah. we'll have to, someone else have to call you out and go. You know, boss. Well, like we had it last year. Obviously, we got lots of new fans, and last year we it was our first fucking our first <laughs> first year in the division. They're on you already. Right? I sent them forward, done his ACL, then had open heart surgery. The right winger was out for the whole season. We had a nightmare. We're throwing about mid-table and they get a few people going, oh, Mark Martin was far as he can go. Oh, wow. right? Yeah, but I've, what I've always done in an interview just say to fans, look, if you don't like it, fuck off. Right? <laughs> but, no, but it's true. Wow. Because, what a motto. Uh, no, 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 because, no, no, because the thing is, I know in my heart I'll be the first person to go. I think what's missing in a lot of football is like expectations, isn't it? Like, you know, I, my expectation would be as the owner, if I know that our resources, if the performance underways the the uh, resources yeah. then I know that in any walk of life you're not doing the best mm. job you can you'd go and I'd 100% do that to mm. your point Chris in, in terms of the management of the team yeah. do you know what I mean but I, I've definitely I've bought I've never, I'll tell you one thing now on, on record I'd never I'd never um, we got relegated we've never been relegated I would 100% see that as failing no matter what yeah. even if we didn't have a fucking penny and I had every excuse under the sun we got relegated I would 100% say I failed and, and, I, and I'd 100% call it time. Do you know mm. what I mean? But... Do you think you can do this? I guess let's, let's, this year. Yeah, yeah, but let's yeah. say, let's say, let's say it keeps going this way and let's say, no, fuck it, let's go, let's go right inside. Let's say Premier League, right? Yeah. And you've got them there. Yeah. Do you think you can do it at that level? Do you, 100%. Do you, yeah, I yeah, love that. Yeah, fucking 100%. I absolutely love that. 100%. Yeah, but you're missing something. Go on. You need your coaching badges. <laughs> nah. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's totally is that, is that, is that a, a matter of principle that you're not doing your badges? Because you obviously could. You're coaching every day. I just think it's brilliant for people to want to better themselves, 100%, mm. yeah. Um, and, um, and that's great. But I don't see why it should ever be mandatory. Unless it's, if it's kids and safeguarding, obviously. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But apart of, imagine a set of fucking grown adults to be better at football. You shouldn't need anything mm. to be anything. Do you know what I mean? Is that what it is? Excuse my ignorance. Yeah. These badges, why do you need them? Well, they're, they're set out to improve people. Yeah, in, in, individuals. They're, they're set out to say, right, you know more about the game and, mm -hmm. you know, educate people to, mm -hmm. to then help them get jobs. And that's to help places. them become managers, right? Mm. But if yeah. you're a manager, it feels weird to me you need those badges mm. if you've got the job. Yeah, I mean, also as well, there ain't a course when... Now, when the fucking left-backs missus has walked out on them on a Saturday night and you've got right. a game on a Tuesday, they don't fucking tell you how to deal with that in the course. <laughs> so I've, not? I've done my A-line. <laughs> <laughs> was it in there? No, I wasn't in there. No. Yeah, that was definitely in there. <laughs> That's the thing. So there's a big element of leadership, like managers, yeah. all the best managers over the years, like, you know, that that little X factor of how to get more from people yeah. and, and stuff like that and just the environment you create. I have no idea what's in them. I'm not anti them at all because anyone who does them is trying to better themselves. So mm. I really respect that. I don't don't like it's a, for me it's an FA thing like you need a badge but is, is there a point where you can like kind of leave your principles to uh, and think about actually I've got a chance here if I do tick these boxes of going up and facing all these top managers you know what I mean you, you wouldn't want to kind of get left behind by not having them do you know what I mean it's like if, if it came to it and they said there's absolutely no way you can manage this or would you find a way around it yeah I'll just be the fucking assistant manager and then, I, and then whoever's got the badge has just been named as the manager. And that's it, mate. So you know, we press on. That's, that you're, yeah. you're the real manager. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. Yeah, like a Barry Fry. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So you're sticking, you're sticking to your principles. Yeah, mate. I stick there. But yeah. I, I would, I must admit, I'd love the, um, I love the idea of, um, and I know, I know you boys, especially that little sort of decade. Experience now. I know you get this, but I like the idea. Somebody, somebody's modern boys getting into somebody's modern players. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I'm big on like old fashioned things, like undergarments and that. Like mm. I, there's certain things I don't allow, and you mm. don't allow under like the nah, the nah, no, mate. Nah, 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 fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> What they, about the other lad? Like boots. old school, like gloves and things like that, like like snoods. You're not into snoods. Training at training. <laughs> if it's like minus five, I might give an allowance for a set of gloves. But when new players join, I see I see other players going just a quick run, right? And they run them through the house, keep not whatever you do. Don't wear this. Don't wear that. Don't wear that. Yeah. You know, earrings. You know, like fucking coloured boots. Don't mind that so much, as long as they're good. They're yeah. good players. Um, like, not good but, boots, just good players. Yeah. What's your view on the snood when the snood came in? Nah. Not for you? Not for me, no. Nah, Imagine that, fucking going out of trenches, right? We've got a massive fucking fight head. Right, hold on a minute, I've got to find my fucking gloves. Right, you know? It was dang it for gloves. Not for me. I see it the other day when it, some of these looks, like, not for me. Yeah. But um, obviously, I, I appreciate I'm probably being a bit old-fashioned there with that, but I'm just... Yeah, but I don't they, mind they, it they, at all. I don't yeah, mind it at all. Can I just ask one quick question? Uh, what are your thoughts on shin pads in five-a-side? If you were playing a five-a-side game, would you wear shin pads? No chance. No. <laughs> no. no. Shin, shin pads have always been about, Mark. Are they, like, they shit like proper shin guards? Well, like, yeah, they like, shin guards. <laughs> yeah. run right up your leg. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah, restricted <laughs> movement. Just <laughs> so yeah. a no from you as well. Like, like, no one said yes. Yeah, said yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a lot of stick for that. I just wondered what your thoughts were. Yeah, not no. 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 <laughs> yeah.
What's uh, what's next for for Dawkin? Where where like what are the aims, aspirations? Well, where we're, do you want um, to take it? Yeah, we just we just need we need to get the the ground to like EFL standard. Really, whether we get there or not, we need to consolidate and and try and get ourselves a team we can get in the playoffs. We've had so much bad luck this year mm-hmm. for two years. I don't know what's going on, but. Um, yeah, our aim is to, is to just try and kick on again. And we've been really good at team building. Mm. Uh, we know how to team build. And uh, I, f- I feel like another season we'll, we'll build a team to, that can compete easily in the top five or six. How do you do that, Mark? How do you get that team bonding? We've what, just got to keep important? the core of what you've got. You know, I think like Fergie done it with United, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's why when he went, they're like... Mm. It's, you know, it's hard to recover when you lose the foundation. Like the old, you've only got to look at it top down. Look at the old Chelsea side, you know, um, and then how many managers they've churned since the players stopped playing, mm. since John Terry and all the boys stopped playing. Yeah, yeah. When you take away the core of a team, to rebuild a team takes a long, long time. So we keep the core together and then just sort of replace two or three as we go along, you're better off with a load of boys that know the gig that were six and a half out of ten mm. than loads of yeah. new lads that were seven and a half mm. out of ten that ain't yeah. got a clue mm. what that's, you're doing. That's you're exactly doing. exactly what happened at Stoke. Wasn't yeah, it? like we had we had so many good old school kind of professionals, yeah. and then yeah, we got that new bit of quality in. We started playing a different way. We were playing more football. We got good quality players in, and then it just we just got the balance wrong. You know, we yeah. we, we got rid of the players like you said that you just could count on around Christmas time yeah. every year and we just kind of flooded it with more probably you know better technical players with with, with a less attitude yeah. and, and it just the balance swung like that and it was amazing just to see you know and then we you know culminated in relegation which is you know from a, from a top 10 Premier League side yeah. three years on the spin to, to eventually relegation that was just losing the nucleus of yeah. the good people in the dressing room yeah, I mean, you can see it all the, I totally agree. You see it all the time. Like, you see what Guardiola's got now. He's got a foundation, hasn't he? So all he's ever doing is just topping it up. Mm. He's got that perfect sweet spot. Liverpool had it in the 80s. United had it with Fergie. And the point is, like, if you're one of these fans of Chelsea and stuff like that, you're sitting there thinking, mate, we got a few years to mm. go to get anywhere near this yeah. to build a core team. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So we just try yeah. to keep it together. Just looking at you and knowing you from afar as well, that you just read the room really quickly. So you can tell when morale's down, you'd go in and go, right, there's no balls today. We're going to go out and we're going to do this. Or we're going to go off site. Or we're going to go to the pub. Or we're going to take the mind off it. We never stop having a crack. Yeah. Never. And I mean never. Like, no matter what happens, we never stop having a crack with it, having a laugh, having the right environment. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously that's the the key driver. Because to a degree, you've got to take people... Out of their zone, they arrive in and put them in your zone, didn't you? Yeah. But in your place where you are together. And I look at it like, you know, I know the England camps and stuff like that. Mm. And, you know, like we obviously just played Mortar and it's like mm. a three-day camp. And I'm thinking, yeah. can, we're playing Mortar, right? Yeah. Two and a half days of that camp would have been in the Royal Oak. <laughs> right, you know? But like, but the thing is... It's quite is, a pitch for the national team though, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I'm no, sure there's a few of them in there would be quite happy with that. Yeah, but the point is, it's right. It's like, there, there's there's... You know, as you get older, it's a bit old-fashioned. There's a lot of things that managers used to do. Um, and I, ironically, I was speaking there. He yeah. won't mind me saying, Stevie Coppel. Yeah. Um, and he said that every England game they had, they had a when they played at Wembley on a Tuesday or Wednesday, they always went and had a few drinks on the Sunday night. Mm. And he said they'd all have a few drinks. And he said half a dozen players would have a lot more than a few drinks. Yeah. And they'd done it under with, with Ron Greenwood every single time, right? Yeah. But there's an element of team building, team bonding. 
but obviously it goes onto the pitch, mm. you know. But you're right because that team bonding, that morale, that gets you whatever half a dozen to a to ten, uh, well, half a dozen to a dozen points a season, doesn't it? On it by itself. When we, the chips are down, you need to get together. Mate, you can look for left and right and go. I'll, I'll go to war with these. Mm. We're good, mate. Honestly, we had uh, playoffs the other year. We got in the playoffs at the league below the south when you mm. dulled with it and. Uh, Literally before the playoffs, I said, right, listen, I said, he ain't played a game, this lad. More, uh, look more, ex Wimbledon than that. He ain't played a game. Um, he missed about six, six weeks. And I said, before we even got the playoffs, I said, listen, Moro is going to play both these playoff games. He's, he's 34 years old, right, okay. Um, and uh, and I know he's a dinosaur for the club, right? He's a leader, he's a character. So even though the boy was playing in his place, he's now actually doing really well in the Football League. He's a cracking player. I left him out completely, put Moro in. And it's just an irony. It's, it was an irony that in the final, there was five seconds to go. Five seconds to go and we're, we're losing. Right? In the playoff final, and Barry for the slung a massive, great ball in. Fucking, they're throwing flares on the pitch. They're booing the opposition. The whistles are going. We're done. Right? Even I think we're done and that is rare. Right? And the centre forward wins a, wins a header and he's fucking run from, from, from literally a centre circle and slid in like the hero in the net with the ball and just run off with five seconds to go. Yeah. And that is my like metaphor for nothing against the yeah. other player, but that's what them boys are do for you. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Never say die, been at the club a while, experienced. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I've got a question for you as a manager. Yeah. What would you say your main strength is as a manager? I don't want to say a weakness. What would you say you would, an area that, where you think you could improve on? Well, strength, definitely leadership, 100%. That's my thing. Um, getting the best out of people um, in in different ways, um, improving really. It's just it's just going as quick as the game. I think the game's improving a lot technically, and you have to you have to improve with it, or you become one of those also ran managers. So how are you doing that? Are you do you watch a lot of football? Would you yeah. have you got good people around you that gives you good advice? Or yeah, I've got good people around me, but ultimately, you know, um, I have to do. I want to make sure I know it myself. Yeah. So I watch games nonstop the whole time read articles, blogs, whatever it might be, to make sure I'm up to speed with what's happening, why is it happening, look at all this data available, work out what's bollocks and what ain't. Mm. It's a certain data you think, oh, these things matter. Mm. Then other data you think, this don't matter a fuck. Mm. It's a fucking classic the other day. They brought out some data <laughs> in the National League the other day. They said, uh, they said second highest uh, jewel winners in the National League, Dawkins Wanderers. I thought, fuck off. The second highest because we spend the whole fucking time defending, <laughs> right? You know what I mean. Stuff can get spun though. Yeah, yeah mate. Yeah, but so yeah, I, I look at, I, I try to look at. There's certain modern things that are invaluable. Yeah. You can look at now, mm. and you need to follow. And there's, uh, you know, and it's, but yeah, it's a fast moving game. A lot of young coaches out there. Luke Williams, who was at, um, yeah, very good coach. He's at Knotts now. Shit, hot mate. Yeah. Mike Williamson, who was at Gateshead, like yeah. he's gone to MK yeah. Dons. These are young managers that that can go all the way because they are they're off a different tune altogether. They're yeah. in the Guardiola camps, and mm. so I'm I'm really mindful that I don't want to get left behind like some managers have seen over the years. Mm. That's amazing. It's really insightful because people from the outset will just get an image by going, "You are, you are, you're off yeah. the cuff," but really, you do a lot of. Digging around and you do a lot of stuff yourself and, oh, yeah. and fair play. Yeah. No, yeah, like, relentlessly, really, to be fair. That's brilliant. The whole time. Mm. But we don't feel the need to maybe tell people all of that. And we obviously, sometimes it just comes across like a dickhead, I'm a dickhead, whatever. Mm. But ultimately, we're only sort of 
showing you what's really going on in your mum's bedroom type thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's only what's going on elsewhere. Do you know what I mean? So... Yeah, but no one, no one can take away from your track record. Like, no one can yeah. detract from what you've achieved yeah. on paper. You know, yeah. the, the amount of promotions is not... I mean, that must be some sort of record. I don't know if it is, but it's it, it's an unbelievable achievement what you've been able to do. And I say you, I'm talking about Dawkins Wonders yeah, club, as a whole. Yeah. The, the, the club, it's a it's an amazing story. Yeah, no, so it's like a, rec- a British record type thing, you know, but... um. It's so hard. You made the point before, Pete. Do you know what I mean? It is so hard to sustain success because of the way, just the way it is in the UK with facilities and money and stuff like that. So we are, we barely ever get to sit back and go, ain't we doing well? Because we are, I mean, literally right now, we're, we're, we're like, shit, we've got a short for 750 grand to find before May. We're buying our ground outright you know, which is five odd million quid. And, you know, we're just constantly battling. Like, mm. we want to go, we need to go from, we're doing two mornings a week. And, I, and I'm a winner and it's fucking infuriating. Two mornings a week. That's all we're doing. Could you, could you do, do more? Training. Like, like are you, you're yeah. able to wow. go professional? Like, you're, you, yeah. you know, have you got time, enough time to be able to... Yeah, yeah. Did you say there was yeah. only two teams that are doing... Mm. Maidenhead. Maidenhead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. I don't need two. Uh, in fact, three now. Oxford City just got promoted, but... Mm. So yeah. could you, yeah, could you have the time? Yeah, I, I can do it, and mm. we're looking to migrate to that. But even having a third day, like a Monday, I'm like, oh, if I had a Monday, we'd get recovery. We could plan mm. the Tuesday game. We had a few games. We went to Hartlepool, beat them, and had a great fucking day. That I got back late, and that, and then, and then, you know, before we knew it, we plan on the Tuesday night. We don't see the players so again. You, so you didn't see the players. So you play Saturday night, Saturday, yeah. and then you don't see the players till the game. Yeah, Tuesday. Exactly, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, hard work. Yeah, it's hard. Mate, yeah, it's second favourites yeah. to a degree. Mm. So I, but I don't like. I try not to go on about it because mm. otherwise it looks like you're excusing yourself. But yeah. we know we've got things that go against us, and obviously players. Well, they need to be in with the physios or doing the mm. right thing and. Stuff like that, because some of them are shoe on themselves in, don't they? Mm. Are you all right? You took a not now I'm all right. Can I want to yeah. play Tuesday? But did so, the, yeah. With, with you boys, did the manager get involved in the Christmas party? Or, no, or no, 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 no. Well, you'd have to ask him where to go. Mark, <laughs> I, I get the impression you get involved in the Christmas party. I'm literally fucking in the cake, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's it. We basically, we, we are we have always all we've ever done basically is go out. Um, and we're trying to keep it real. I'm being honest with you. I'm going to call it as it fucking is. You know, we've, uh, this year we said, oh, we might have to fucking, might have to be careful, right? This is the management team on a Friday mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. on the away days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, we, um, uh, so every, Halifax away, like, oh, we kept fucking winning. Like, away from home, <laughs> we beat Halifax. Got a great result at Oldham, like, got Robert got a great result. Mm. Hartlepool beat him too. So you're talking about having a few beers on a Friday before the game on a yeah, Saturday? Yeah, with the management team, yeah. But, but I'm like, talking, really yeah. good, really good point, time. Yeah, but I'm quite superstitious. But to the point where we kept going to a kebab house and cheating Mill Road, <laughs> right? Three in the morning, right? King's Kebab, <laughs> right? You know. Pretty much. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, um, but no, we've always, that's what we've always done. Favourite party? Well, we used to go in Marbella. Marbella, what Christmas yeah. do? We, we used to have a team out there all, mm. all the time. Mm. But oh, we've had, like, honestly, mate, we've fucking had a lot of parties <laughs> over the years. But that's how it's built. <laughs> that's, that was how it's built. But that was how it's built because obviously it's that, those connections, isn't it? It's the yeah. connections with the players. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And um, so obviously it's not as you go higher, it's, you can't do it anywhere near as often. No. And a lot of the boys mm. now, obviously, they're like, they've only got a smell of beer and they fall over. Like, mm. they don't really drink a lot. And, Stuff like that. Obviously, we try to change that, and you know, but <laughs> that's true. That isn't it? Get the world drilled. Yeah, no, because that is you're right. The modern player now, like they, they'll go to a club, 
and they're like the top players, whatever they'll get, they'll have all them the sparklers and the the boost, and they won't touch it. They let all their little angles on, yeah. and their mates do it, but they they're they're pretty professional now, is it? Are you seeing yeah. that filter down even to? Oh yeah, big time. Cause we're we're doing all full time pros really all the time now. So it, even our boys, are, they're from the pro game now. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. They uh, there's not really a lot of old school boys out there. I love hearing the old stories like. Yeah. Kerry Dixon at Chelsea back in the day, yeah. jumping garden fences yeah. and falling asleep with a fence and then scoring act trick and all that. You know, I love all that shit. You know, because you know what, what, what? You know, that's because that's because football is character building, isn't it? Like, and I'm, I'm a big yeah. thing. Like, you know, like football for me, like, I've seen it all, and, I'm, and I know you would have done as well. But actually, football sometimes gets a bit of shit about this lack of inclusion. But it's probably the most inclusive thing in the mm. world I've ever seen. I've seen, yeah. do you know what I mean? Over the years, it's been, a, it's amazing for people. So mm. we try to keep that spirit going. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. And when oh, you super. feel like, for you personally as well, you seem like such a positive influence, even when maybe you're a bit angry. But yourself, do you have moments where it is hard to manage? I mean, when you're the guy in charge, does it ever yeah. get a bit too much for yourself? And Yeah, yeah. Who, we, who yeah. looks after you? No, well, I, I do. I, I'm, I'm really good now at like resetting. I'm really good at waking up in the morning and going, right, boss, here we go again. And I'm really, that's my, you know, that's the sort of number one thing that I thank God for. You know, I wake up and I go again. But like, we, we have it. Like, we uh, we got beaten the FA Cup the first stage we went in at this year. And I knew our business model had a fucking hole in it. And in any in any football club business model, you never put in anything, any money for the FA Cup because yeah. you, you, you can't guarantee. It's a bonus. Right? Yes, a bonus. Mm. But you're looking at it every year thinking it's, it's all, it should be good for half a million pounds if you, if you yeah. win a couple of games. We got taken out by Team Two League below and oh. I was fucking fuming. That was the interview, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. oh was that the interview? I yeah. was fuming, yeah. mate. I was fuming. That was me going easy as well, mate. <laughs> Changing moves, mate. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so, and that's when it's crossing over because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you have murdered this club yeah. today. Do you know mm. what I mean? But yeah. So, yeah, so I that's suppose that's, that's like being an owner, isn't it? Yeah, there? yeah, and, and and not the manager, I suppose. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to differentiate there. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Right, I've got a message here from Neil. Uh, he says, Hi, Pete, uh, massive fan of Championship Manager, the old school versions, which I still play. Uh, I've started building a team of podcast regulars and Pete's mates on Championship Manager 0102 for Portsmouth. Uh, who do you want me to sign next in the Premier League? Um, so he's he's built this 0102 Championship Manager. He's, he's managed to draft in um, Lee Hendry's in there, Stephen Sidwell, Sid's he's got Ledley <laughs> King. He's got Sean Derry involved, Jay Stark, Joe, centre half, Julian Lescott. Jay Stark. <laughs> he's got Quasi there as well. Do you play Championship Manager? No. Nah. Have you ever done? Nah. Oh, mate. Nah, I, used I, to, I absolutely love it. I used to love Is it. it? Yeah, when yeah. I was a kid, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. I never done it. Do you not? No. Nah. Oh, mate, when I was a kid, honestly, I think it was the first one. It was around this kind of time, like 2098. It was the space bar for the button and all that. It was, it was brilliant. No, I've it's, never done it's that. It's the best. I would be fascinated to see you on it, Mark, actually. In a weird kind of way, it would be amazing to see how you navigate well, it. But I think you've got enough on in the actual real life version, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you've literally done it as a, <laughs> as a as a job. You've gone, yeah. Yeah. do you know what? Wimbledon's gone. Yeah, you yeah. know, let's create our own let's team. Track on, yeah. And, and, and you've achieved it. Because I, um, I think we're on there. I don't know whether it's chat. I have no idea with chat yeah. manager, but every now and then I see comments where people feel bad getting rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 They're like, I don't really want to, but I thought. I heard that. I heard that. It was the year's 2050 or something. Yeah. And it's like, um, I'm like... Uh, 
assistant manager or something. And he said, apparently I've turned down a new contract because I wanted more done. And they're like, fuck <laughs> off, Crouchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're joking. Yeah. Huh? Well, it sounds about right to me. <laughs> yeah. um, who Scandalous. should he sign, though? Just on a quick... I mean, they're all good, aren't they? So, uh, so, David, David, James, David James next signing, I reckon. Yeah. David James and Bridgie. Have we got any other messages, Sid? Yes, we got one. Uh, we got one from Alan. I was listening to the recent pod of particular interest when you were talking about how interesting it was. How interesting it is whenever a referee has to be <laughs> whenever he has to be substituted. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. this yeah. From the ref. Uh, it made me recall an incident in the first division game that I was at during the late 1980s at Southampton's old ground, the Dell. The referee got injured in the first half. After a lengthy delay, he was stretched off the pitch. And it was announced over the tunnel that the referee would be replaced by one of the linesmen. Sounds a sensible approach. Then they asked if there was anybody in the crowd who would be willing to run the line for the rest of the game. A bloke who was a few rows in front of me took the role up. Uh, I was fascinated that this happened as a young football fan. But looking back now... I find it amazing that this actually happened for a top flight game. Could you imagine that happening in our Premier League era? Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. And also how they decided who from the crowd could be the linesman. Because yeah. it wouldn't have been, there wouldn't have been no one in there probably had badges or something. Yeah. And they, I imagine there was a few volunteers and they've probably looked at someone that they think is probably the fittest and gone, we'll go with oh, you're you. You're basically taking their word for it. Yeah, and taking their word for it. Yeah. What are those credentials now that they call, have? You can't call the line if you've never, if you've just been in the crowd, you there's no other option is there no other option there was well, it the game go on or someone does it that's like being on a plane and someone's having a heart attack it's like is anyone a doctor yeah. how do you know that True. they're a doctor like really yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but isn't it like being on a plane but one of the engines is out surely the other the pilot should have been able to just you know see them through the 90 minutes on but the whole, the whole run line. another fucking half yeah have you had no but I must admit I'm one of those that finds it funny like when a referee's hamstring goes, <laughs> no, or he gets, no, or he gets we a, we've discussed he gets that, a whack yeah, with yeah. a ball. Um, no, but it, it, I've seen it happen. I, I think you do. I think they probably have to have some level, like it, yeah, there must be a yeah. credential on their phone, or must, they must say, "Yeah, I've worked for the Surrey FA. I've got yeah, a badge, some sort of secret handshake." Yeah. But what great banter if you do just say, "Yeah, mate, I've got all that." Yep. That's yeah. me, and you think I ain't got fuck all right, but I fancy this. <laughs> I'll have you a know, go, yeah. <laughs> I'll have a go. We just run it. up and down. Yeah. We, we talked a bit about this because we talked about the fact that referees are a little more powerful than linesmen because they have a whistle. And I, we didn't discuss this bit of it, mm. but just to throw this into the conversation, someone um, dropped me a DM with this idea, and it's true. And I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. But they were like, "What if we started arming linesmen with whistles?" So it isn't just the referee with a whistle. The lino can whistle as well. That's dangerous. Thoughts? A whistle and a flag. I'm not sure about that, no. No, I think there's only one whistle, I think. There's too many whistles in that game. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? Because in American football, they can all throw the flags down, can't they? Yeah. There's all the markers on there. So all you're doing is basically saying, well, look, the linesmen are still referees as well. Mark, I'd love to know your thoughts on this, but can you imagine all three of them had a whistle? Well, it's the thing. I mean, other, you look at other sports like American football like rugby in this country you just mm. think you tip your hat and go oh, fucking they're brilliant at it yeah. and they're all really good at it it's only football that seems to have this <laughs> inherent problem but now like, at the moment the fourth officials anyway are running the games anyway that's that's one of my big is beats. that true? yeah that yeah oh mate yeah, yeah. I've had it Barnet mm. honestly like Barnet. they're always talking to them aren't they? oh mate constantly it's like fuck it it's like it's sort of like, right where are we going after here John? <laughs> Uh, we go red line again. He got a special on. Yeah, right. That's like that. Right. The whole game. Yeah. 
We had a Barnet away last year. We had, there was a foul. It was fucking, it was pissing down with rain. I could barely see my own players. Opposite side of the field. Opposite side. A little foul in the corner. I could barely see it. There was a linesman right by it. And a fourth official went, yellow card, yellow card. I said, say that again. I said, fucking, is it like Cyclops? What's this in there? But that now they very much, like, they make a lot of decisions, a lot of throw-ons, mm. red, yellow, whatever. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm. a lot of decisions. And and I, and I always say to the referee, when I'm doing my advisory service, I always say to them, like, just ref your game. I think like anything, their natural decision-making mm. would normally be the best decision yeah. on the day. But now they do get, because they're all wired up. The, the, the lino's the yeah. fourth. Mm. So now you'll get the linesman that's not as good as the one in the middle and the fourth official are always much lower level and they will make calls all the time. Well, I'm not sure the fourth official should be allowed uh, the electronics. Mm. Yeah, no, he's said, get it yeah. with the ref and the linesman. Yeah, he's very sure. much like that. That's yeah. why, you know, managers are constantly in the ear of the fourth official because yeah. they know he has influence yeah, it's over, crazy. The, over the referee. I yeah, just it's assumed crazy. it was just because it was the nearest person to yeah. have a bit of a kind of no. conversation. I just feel like it, 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 this kind of like, this role could work if it was the other side of the pitch, away from the managers. If there was somebody like mm. just without the stress in the middle of it all mm. that could see the whole yeah, game. If, if a fourth official has comms, surely then put them on the gantry or something. That's put my point. Somewhere, yeah. That's my point. It could be brilliant then, but now they're just sitting there like separating bun fights. Separating fights, yeah. You think about the fourth yeah. official is probably the worst one of the lot because... They, they, they must I, they must leave their house oh, in the morning and just go gonna go and get abused. Well, I remember sitting on the bench and thinking, "Oh my god, how did these do well, this?" Because yeah, every decision, like, every single decision. Like I'm sitting on the bench and like the assistant. It's like one of the assistants' main job is to abuse the assistant yeah. referee. Yeah, that's how it works. And, and we have to. I have to get someone to talk to him because yeah. I know if he don't. The opposition will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to all weigh it up. I just don't understand that if the purpose, and I know a lot of people at the FA, by the way, in, in senior areas also don't agree with it. This whole being wired up and having to separate managers and listen to that crap. If the role's worthy, just stick them the other, to your point, stick them the other side or in a gantry, because then they'll have a really good view on the game. Yeah, yeah. well, then subjective, they're not being swayed so much, because yeah. if you can't speak to the line and you can't speak, I mean, at this point, you might as well give microphones to people in the crowd then as well. Like, wire everyone in. Mm -hmm. or, 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 or just to the players. Like, mm. if the refs yeah. can have it, why can't the team yeah. have it? But the the, uh, the human nature of, like, if a referee thinks, right, he's last man, and then straight away he go, Bill, what do you think? Bill go, he weren't last man. And the other line, I go, I don't think he was either. Right? And he'll make a decision based on these two people mm. in worse positions than him. Mm. And he goes, it won't be a lot of the time his decision. I'm not saying all of them, mm. but I, I know a lot of them get a lot of information. It's a lot to take on. It'd be amazing to hack that, wouldn't it? Ooh. Imagine you could get hold of the frequency on a walkie-talkie. <coughs> but I think even these VAR decisions it. now, you know, like like when you look at them and, and when you, you hear it back now, this Mike Tup show and all that, Michael Owen and Howard Webb, like you, right. you see it and you're like, the way they talk to each other, it doesn't feel like well, don't they talk they're coming like, to the right decisions. weird, don't you think? Mm. They try and act like pilots. Mm -hmm. They sort of try and talk as if everything... We'll totally ignore everything. We're really calm about the situation. Really it's all really, really shitting themselves. Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah. I get I get it. I get that's what you've got to do. But now you start hearing these recordings, mm. it's, it does feel strange. Yeah. It's strange. I think that I think that'd have been wiser with the VAR just to bring it out for a couple of years with a couple of macro changes that no one would dispute. So maybe the offside and, and goal line technology, maybe oh, one other thing, go right, let that work. Brilliant. And but if they pulled it out, change the law. 1,400 times in five so years. so hard to keep up And you can't it. apply it in the lower leagues. I thought your point earlier was really yeah. interesting mm. in that if you're talking about 
the definitions and where that line is and, and ex- to that detail, how the hell do you apply that? On yeah, that you can't. Then you, you can't. The best one now is con- they allow contact. They allow contact now. So yeah. now, if you were playing now, Pete, like, <laughs> fucking murders. Centre uh, forward's now got no chance because no. they've given the refs an out now. So back in the day, if a defender like led with either one hand or two Ooh. hands quite meaningfully, he'd go, nah, you know what I mean? That's a foul. It was, you know, that was it. Now, you can make contact and it's not a foul. So now, like, mm. centre forwards in particular get battered at our level. Mm-hmm. Like, they, that's like literally shoved over two hands, one hand, ref that have to make a decision. But again, it's just, they tra- they bought this law out as well. They bought the famous one out this year about the old time added on. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We got beat Chesterfield first game. We had 10 men. He added on one third of the whole second half again. I was in the hotel room because I suspended, right? Yeah, <laughs> standard stuff, right? Yeah. But like, he, um, yeah, they brought out this new sort of like, we're going to add on time if, you know, that was fucking, oh, well, well, why? What, what, what's changed? Like, well, we don't want time wasting. Okay, well, fucking tell him once and then tell the captain, then book the next bloke. Yeah. All these loads of things over the years yeah, that have yeah. never been broken. You don't need to fix them. I think that's the issue with it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, listen, you know, we've really enjoyed having you on today. And obviously, you know, it's we, we mainly concentrate kind of like Premier League. We get Premier League people on that we've spoke yeah. to, but it's a real nice gear change, like just to speak to someone who's involved, you know, at, that, at, at your level and, and, and also to chat to you about what you've achieved, really, because it is, it is mind-blowing and, uh, you know, good luck and, and keep it going because Shit, it's mate. like, yeah. I suppose, a lot of fans dream to kind of, do what you've done really uh, and then become the manager and, and to yeah. take it to where you've taken it is no I really, pre- I really appreciate coming on and uh, all I say is that I always say to people like if it ever went wrong then at least it fucking went right for a long time <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean love it because there's an element of like I always worry about the future and yeah. you know what you can do but and I appreciate that the acknowledgement that everyone gives us uh, for mm. what we've done is it does mean an awful lot, you know. Yeah. And we have to keep um, being quite outspoken because like, we're the underdog. We have to be the underdog. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't yeah. have a club. We didn't have a fan. We didn't have any money. So we have to keep trying to... You know, we should definitely yeah. get down for a game as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll get we down. Get down, so yeah. Bring the periscopes. Yeah. We'll, we'll do the maiden head game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Appreciate Brilliant. it. No, Brilliant. Brilliant. Cheers. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.